Ah, Fox just announced uh, Arizona for uh, Stacey Abrams. Ah! Wait, <laughs> the curveball you didn't see coming. <laughs> <laughs> From out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <clears throat> Welcome to the Naked Apple. We are reporting to you, recording this while we uh, are distracted by the elections. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll probably talk about results here and there as we go through, but we're not really going to focus much on that because by the time you hear this, it'll all be old news. It'll most likely be Thursday, which by then Pennsylvania will be about a fourth of the way done counting. Yes. <laughs> you can't expect to have no. the results on election day. <laughs> Since you got to at least give it 72 hours so that the Pony Express can get all of the ballots and things, you know, back east for them to count. You got to give enough time for Control and his men. That's to, right. You know, get Wait. to the county jail. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. That's, wow. Yeah. I, that's a blast yeah. from the past. Yeah, about that. About that, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you have to you have to account for for tr- the new the time that the news takes to travel these days. You right, know, it's just news flies at the un- speed of uh, of a slow horse, slow horse with dementia. With dementia, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Fetterman has to do with this. So, uh, Fetterman doesn't have dementia. Ah, he had a stroke. Yeah, I had a stroke. <laughs> That's fine. That's Biden has dementia. Ah, there it is. Uh, so there's one of them. Okay. I get them confused sometimes. That's Because they fair. say about the same number of funny things. Or disturbing, depending yes. on how you take it. I, I choose to look at it in a funny light. <laughs> Biden would be funny if there wasn't this whole nuclear war thing looming over people's heads. Biden would be hilarious <laughs> if he wasn't the leader of the free world. That. At a time of turmoil. <laughs> exactly that. What the <laughs> hell is even that? <laughs> yeah, I think that volume got bumped because it is loud in my ears. Uh, there. I, not uh, that I know of. I don't know. Oh. It does seem a little louder, but I haven't touched the soundboard. Maybe there was an update. But we haven't updated it, so, so, I, so I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, they haven't updated the uh, the uh, ballot machines either, so. <laughs> Firmware update. At least they hadn't in Arizona this morning. Please wait while we download the update. Wait, you're not supposed to be connected to the internet. <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, do, uh, do we have some uh, vitamins? We do. We do have some vitamins. We have some vitamins. Would you like some vitamins? I think we should partake of some vitamins and then uh, dive into... I mean, we're talking about the elections, just not the elections. It's not That's the right. Yeah. yeah, We're going to yeah. dive into 
things around no, the things elections. things that will probably get us banned on most social media. Yay! Yay! Do it. All right, here we go. Hello and welcome to your vitamin B. Thank you. We have a very special election episode for you today. Yes, my favorite yes, kind. The best kind. So we're going to start with the people that are reporting on the election. NPR revealed to be just one white woman in New Hampshire who does all of the voices. <laughs> that explains the monotone smoothness of all the episodes. Doesn't it? Doesn't it indeed? Uh, during this election time, it's important for us to get out and support the cause. Voters send a strong message to career politicians by voting for slightly different career politicians. Slightly different. <laughs> Once again. We'll show them. Speaking of the voters getting out to remove people and replace them with other similar people... Record numbers of voters show up to end democracy. <laughs> As seen on TV, mostly MSNBC and CNN. Uh, in other voting news, Democrat enters Konami code into voting machine and receives 30 votes. Up, up, <laughs> down, down, left, right, left, right, be a start. Oh, that's how it is. That's how it is. Okay. That's the ticket. The hanging chad, if you will. The hanging chad. In other not election-related news, Whoopi Goldberg launches new social site, Whoopi Social. <laughs> hey, you get some social media. Hey, you get some social media. Oh, uh, that's the wrong... Uh... Famous black lady. Is it? Yep. Oh, well. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of historic failures, <coughs> historians believe King Solomon spent up to three hours every day just opening pickle jars. I can see that. And now you know. This has been your Vitamin B. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't Whoopi. That was Oprah. Oprah, you, uh, you missed. I know they both have the hair, just a bit outside. Just, <laughs> you just missed. <laughs> just missed. Anyway, well, it's a good day. Yeah, I'm gonna start off with some hopium. Some hopium. Yep, I'm gonna give a dose of hopium after your vitamins. Oh, good. ESG. I hear that that's terrible for you, and it's the reason why we shouldn't eat Asian food. <laughs> that, that's MSG. M oh. MSG. This is its lesser-known cousin. <laughs> Missed it e by SG. that much. <laughs> this close. This close. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, my mind's obviously in the game. Good night, folks. <laughs> Senators Chuck Grassley from Iowa, 
Tom Cotton from Arkansas, Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, Mike Lee from Utah. <clears throat> God bless that man. And Marco Rubio from Florida sent a letter to 51 law firms. The letter letting them know that uh, possible antitrust violations <clears throat> that those law firms' clients may have committed surrounding environmental, social, and governance initiatives. Ah, ESG. The letter says, <clears throat> Dear, fill in the blank for the law firm of choice, we are writing about your firm's environmental, social, and governance practice, although business would certainly be wise to... Although businesses would certainly be wise to lawyer up before undertaking ESG initiatives, your firm has a duty to fully inform clients of the risks they incur by participating in climate cartels and other ill-advised ESG schemes. During a recent Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, FTC Commissioner Lena Kahn and Assistant Attorney General of the Antitrust Division, Jonathan Cantor, were asked to share their thoughts about ESG collusion. Commissioner Kahn emphasized that there is no ESG exemption to antitrust laws. Regarding ESG group initiatives, she added, certainly those types of co cooperation or agreements, inasmuch as they can affect competition, are always relevant to the, to the FTC. Assistant AG Cantor emphasized his own agreement with the sentiment that collusion is anti-competitive. And I also agree with the underlying sentiments that when firms have substantial power and they use that power to achieve anti-competitive ends, <clears throat> that should be actionable under the antitrust laws. So, <laughs> basically, they're telling them, uh, yeah, we had a, a special judiciary committee thing, meeting, hearing, and people within the Biden administration who are all on board with this stuff uh, accidentally forgot that they're supposed to make it so we can't hold you accountable. So this letter is informing you that the ESG movement attempts to weaponize corporations to reshape society in ways that Americans would never endorse at the ballot box. Of particular concern is the collusive effort to restrict the supply of coal, oil, and gas, which is driving up energy costs across the globe and empowering America's adversaries abroad. Over the coming months and years, Congress will increasingly use its oversight powers to scrutinize the in institutionalized antitrust violations being committed in the name of ESG and refer to those violations to the FTC and the Department of Justice. To the extent that your firm continues to advise clients regarding participation in ESG initiatives, both you and those clients should take care to preserve relevant documents in anticipation of those investigations. Sincerely, Senators Below. <laughs> do it ah yeah go ahead and protect all your esg goons we'll see you in court <laughs> come following the uh, senate elections the 2022 elections oops <laughs> well so a little a little hopium there that uh something will happen to kind of stop this back-end, non-government, government stuff. Hopefully. 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 Uh, we'll see. We will see. Now to uh, someone who probably needs a little bit more than hopium in his life. Fetterman. I, I really kind of feel bad for this guy. Like, honestly. On a person, on a on human a, on level. A human level. Yes. Yes. But since he decided, no, I am staying in this race and I need to be treated just like any other candidate, 
you will be treated just like any other candidate. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Uh, Fetterman is suing Pennsylvania to have mail-in ballots counted even if not signed with a valid date. Okay, now I want to clarify this. They mean even if they don't have a valid date on them. They don't mean whether or not they have a signature and a valid date on them. Right? Yes. Okay. Just I, to I believe sure. that's what it is. Wanted to make sure. Because if you just start counting any ballot, regardless of whether or not it has a signature even on it, zip, I like, what are we even doing? What the hell is even that? Yeah. So this this is this is the this is the CNN the take on it. So they're yeah. trying to kind of spin it. It doesn't have the right date on it. Well, I no. Okay, but this is this is an official an official document that potentially changes the course of the country. I think the least you can do when you're filling one out is write the effing date on it correctly. Yes, and double check that you wrote it correct. I check my ballot like five times before I finally submit. <laughs> I know. Let me just read and make... I, I voted in person because I'm I'm still old school like that. And... Yeah, I was going I, to, but I just did not have time. So I ended up dropping mine in a Dropbox. That's fair. But when I, when I got to the spot where it's asking for Senate, I about broke the stylus trying to push Mike Lee just to make sure... <laughs> If I press extra hard, does it count extra more? A little extra. (laughs) And then, of course, reviewed the whole thing, and then it prints up the little thing on the side and reviewed that meticulously. Uh, Yes, that's everything that I said should be. Go. But, yeah. (sighs) The date imposes unnecessary hurdles. See... If these people that wrote these things actually tried to buy, like, I don't know, say a firearm and had just the slightest little menial detail wrong on their form, uh, you go to jail. Yeah. At least you're supposed to, unless your last name is Biden and you snort uh, Parmesan cheese out of the carpet because you think it's cocaine. That in, in which case uh, that it, you do not. It, go it to was jail. a rug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's misinformation. It was a rug. It was a rug. Oh, that's so fact, much. Fact checked. That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, but but seriously, it, it, and, and the argument is just asinine. Like, there's no point behind having a date. No, the point behind having the date is if somebody were to acquire a bunch of ballots and fill them out on on mass the things they're going to forget are the little repetitive details yes the menial things the menial things and so if it doesn't have a date on it it shouldn't be counted also that's just a common requirement on all official documents that you date it everything that you sign you have to date. So why, on God's green earth, would we require you to sign your ballot but not require you to date it when that is 
a legal requirement on every official document that you ever use. When you get married, you put the date. Mm -hmm. When you buy a house, you put the date. Mm -hmm. When you get a fishing license, you put, put the date. date. <laughs> when you when you get a loan, you put the date. When you start renting an apartment, you put the date. Kind of like it's important to know when something when you occurred. Buy a car, <laughs> you put the date. Even if you buy it outright, you're supposed to date your title. When you're born, your parents put the date of your yes. birth. Yes, they do. Because, I don't know, it's important. <laughs> Not to be confused with impotent. <laughs> No, not to be confused by that. Which is a completely different descriptive word. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, he's he's going for that because Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled. This is from, this is something that uh, Trump and, and the like were worried about with the 2020 election because they noticed, hey, those signatures and dates aren't matching up like they're supposed to. So, nah, we'll count it anyway. But it's against the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, COVID. So because of COVID, people don't know how to write the date and sign their names. <laughs> and then the Supreme Court just a few months ago in Pennsylvania is like, uh, yeah, that you can't be doing that. Oh, thanks for... Th thanks for jumping on that quickly. <laughs> ABC <clears throat> wants you to know <clears throat> early election night results might not indicate final tallies and why that's okay. A red mirage or an artificial GOP vote lead will likely reoccur Tuesday. Oh. Hey, don't don't worry readers. It may look like the Republicans are winning on Tuesday, but in actuality, it takes a long time to count all the votes. Oh, okay, so I can rest easy that Contral and his men will have plenty of time to fortify the county jail and tabulate the votes. Yeah. As early election day results come in on Tuesday, it will likely appear that a Republican candidate's uh, vying for any... Wow, this is terrible writing. That a Republican candidate's... There's no, there either needs to be apostrophe there or the A needs to be switched to a plural or gotten rid of. Vying for any number of the federal or statewide races appear to be leading their Democratic opponents, even by large margins. DeSantis up by 60 still. Or up by 20, I mean. Uh, pretty close. Their leads will dwindle or crumble completely after perceived dumps of votes are recorded by state election officials who count mail-in and abstinence ballots in the days or even weeks following election day. So this is probably the problem with Pennsylvania. <clears throat> Pennsylvania, they are not allowed to touch mail-in ballots until the polls close. So they can't start counting mail-in ballots until the polls close in Pennsylvania, which is... Stupid. Yes. There's other states, though, that 
they can start counting when the polls open, or they could just start counting before the polls even open, but they can't release the results at all until Georgia just uh, flipped. Because they had they had Warnock winning, uh huh, and it just uh, just flipped to Walker. He's uh, he's ahead by one percent now, sixty four percent reporting, at least according to Wall Street Journal. Ah, really interesting. So seven or uh, two seventy to win uh, has the gap between uh, DeSantis and Christ at like like nine percent. It's like DeSantis fifty three, Christ is forty five. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wall Street Journal has it fifty seven forty one right now. So. Little different. Little different. Depends different. on how quickly they update and all that stuff. I think Wall Street Journal is doing a little bit better job. Right. Because they have a higher vote count in. A lot higher vote count in. Like three million more votes. <laughs> counted than 270 does anyway sorry to interrupt fine it's fine just wanted to thought you thought you'd want to know thought you'd like to know you'd like to know um the department of justice just yesterday or day before sent out letters to 64 jurisdictions uh, letting them know that, hey, we're going to send some of our guys over to check out your polling. Excuse me? (laughs) The Senate election monitors to 64 jurisdictions in 24 states to ensure federal laws are followed throughout election day. While it's common practice for DOJ to deploy election monitors, the move represents a sharp increase over the 2020 when DOJ sent out DOJ sent out monitors just 50, 44 jurisdictions, according to Washington Post. The monitors will have <clears throat> an outsized presence in several key battleground states, including Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. I wonder why they're there. Since the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, the Civil Rights Division has regularly monitored elections in the field and jurisdiction in jurisdictions around the country to protect the rights of voters. Too bad you weren't in uh, McMinn County while ago the civil rights division will also take complaints from the public nationwide regarding possible violations of federal voting rights laws through its call center the doj wrote in a statement announcing the move um yeah 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 so uh a couple of states were not happy with being told the day before elections oh bt dub we're sending our guys there and uh you better answer our questions so Florida responded. <laughs> they sent a letter back to the DOJ and published the letter. Earlier today, the Florida Department of State received copies of your letters to Miami-Dade and Broward counties. Isn't that where uh, all the ish has been going on in Florida for a while, or Broward, Broward County? Yeah. Yeah. In which you seem to indicate that the Department of Justice will send monitors inside polling places in, the, in these counties. We also understand you sent a similar letter to Palm Beach County. 
but Department of Justice monitors are not permitted under federal federal law. <laughs> Section blah, blah, blah of the federal statutes lists the people who may enter any polling room or polling place. Department of Justice personnel are not included on the list. Even if they could qualify as law enforcement under section blah, blah, blah of the Florida statutes, absent some evidence concerning the need for federal intrusion or some federal statute that preempts Florida law, <clears throat> the presence of federal law enforcement inside polling places would be counterproductive and could potentially undermine confidence in the election. Indeed, your letters do not detail the need for federal monitors in these counties. None of the counties are currently subject to any election-related federal consent to, uh, Consent decrees. None of the counties have been accused of violating the rights of language or racial minorities or of the elderly or disabled. Your letters simply provide a non-exhaustive list of federal election statutes as the basis for, its, for this action without pointing to any specific statutory authorization. When asked for specific authorization during our phone call this evening, you did not provide any. Accordingly, the Florida Department of State invokes its authority under section blah, blah, blah of the Florida statutes to send its own monitors to, uh, to the three targeted jurisdictions. These monitors will ensure there is no interference with the voting process. You have my cell phone number. Please let me know how to best coordinate with your team as Florida works toward another smooth election day. Sincerely, Brad McVeigh, General Counsel, Florida Department of State. In the most professional and political words I could... Muster, go F yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missouri also responded. Um, uh, let's see. Da -da 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 <clears throat> the comments. Comments are so ignorant. If they have probable cause that a crime in progress is being committed, they do not need a warrant to enter. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Feds legally can monitor elections. Yes. According to the law, they need a reason to, which they did not provide. The fact that you are making this brief means you are planning to meddle about in the election if it doesn't go your way. See, so, yeah, that how, dude's an idiot. DeSantis is up by how much? <laughs> <laughs> and then the ones that just start lobbing, lobbing around fascist like they know what it means. And they, in fact, do not. <laughs> Feels like we're all in divorce court waiting to see who gets custody of us. <laughs> I love... I, <laughs> I love this one. Federal law trumps state law. False. That is 110% false. Federal law does not trump state law. In fact, states have the authority to tell the federal government to go fuck itself. Uh-huh. Even down to the county sheriff. Yes. <laughs> Your county sheriff can tell the feds where to stick it. Anytime yeah, he wants to. We're just here to make sure there's no shenanigans going on. That's cute. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's... It's mighty cute y'all think you can do that here, but uh, <clears throat> get on out of here. We can go downtown and sort this out, or you can leave. 
No, no, no we, got, we got it covered here. No, I don't think you understand. We can go downtown and sort this out. Or, or you, you can, can leave. leave. <laughs> Have a good day, sir. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> why it's important to have a good sheriff yes it is <clears throat> extremely extremely important cole county clerk in uh, missouri steve korsmeyer received a letter on october 27th from Teresa moore the u.s attorney for missouri's western district saying her office had received complaints alleging the county failed to provide accessible machines at each polling place during past elections letter said investigation was being opened pursuant to the americans with disabilities act a week later assistant u.s attorney Charles Thomas uh, sent Korsmeyer an email asking for a meeting to discuss having staff from the U.S. Attorney's Office and Department of Justice Disability Rights Division visit polling sites in the county on Election Day. <clears throat> Rest assured that we understand that you will be administering the election and we will try to minimize the time we spend at each site, Thomas wrote an email. Fine. On Monday, yesterday, the day before elections, the DOJ announced it would be in... It would be in the field in 64 jurisdictions, blah, blah, blah. And Cole County was the only Missouri location included on the list. So they went there already, make sure everything checked out. And then they, the day before, BT-Dub, we're coming. <laughs> no, you're not. Korsmeyer, the DOJ won't be allowed into our polling locations. He said in an email on Monday to The Independent, Pointing to Missouri state law, laying out who, other than voters and poll workers, may be at polling locations. <laughs> and he has the backing of the Secretary of State, Jay Ashcraft, who tweeted Sunday night accusing DOJ of trying to intimidate Missouri voters at the polls on Election Day. Ashcroft followed that up with a statement Monday evening saying his office met with DOJ officials about the complaints and they, quote, refused to provide any clarification or actual documentation verifying such claims, end quote. How can we solve the problem unless we know what the problem is, Ashcroft said. <laughs> By letting them just do what they want, that's how. We have to investigate to see if there's something to investigate. Oh. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple states that are <laughs> telling the feds, oh, no, stay home. Oh, no, no, you got it wrong. Election is Wednesday. Wednesday is the federal elections. That's when you can come and make sure everything's on the up and up. <laughs> Sorry you got that wrong. Oh. So, that's, that's all I got. Because I knew we'd be distracted. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty and, much and, it. And I want to get back to actually paying attention to it because, well, in 2020, that was the first election I actually paid close attention to because I felt like I had a vested interest in it. And so I stayed up late watching it. And then I watched it go from, it was absolutely Donald Trump was going to win to... All of a sudden, Biden had no way to lose. I said, wait, that was just, he was way up in that state. How did Michigan get, oh, what? <laughs> <sighs> ah, 
Fox just announced uh, Arizona for uh, Stacey Abrams. Ah! Wait. <laughs> the curveball you didn't see coming. <laughs> <laughs> From out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kemp is beating Abrams handily right now, by the way. He's up seven points. Almost, almost eight points at this point. Uh, yeah, eight points. Eight point this is. And Walker's up just one point. Jeez, that's close. <laughs> New Hampshire's still close. Vermont is weird. Because they're like, yeah, we vote Democrat and Republican all the time. Yes, it's very strange. Why? It's an absolute split vote every time in Vermont. Yeah. So so Welch is currently dominating the Senate race. But uh, Scott won the governor race by a lot, it looks like. I mean, they're only 50, almost 50% reporting, but he's... He's up 50 points. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that uh, New York and Pennsylvania, they haven't called yet. Because I think any other uh, governor race in New York, mm -hmm. I think they would have called outside of this atmosphere. Right. Because Hulkle is up by 30 points. Over Zeldin, but they haven't called New York. They're only 25% reporting. Yeah, but I think they still would have called it by this point. The problem is until you hit about 30% reporting, at least, that that's most of the count is the early votes. Depending on how the state does its stuff, yeah. Yeah. So like Pennsylvania, for example, they don't, they are just now starting to count their uh, mail-ins. <clears throat> and they have 34% re reporting, but they haven't called the governor, and that's uh, that's 15 points. So that's a lot closer. Huh. Huh. And O'Rourke better be beaten to a pulp in Texas. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing him. <laughs> I mean, Abbott's not even beaten him by 10 points yet. No. So. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think it was over half reporting. My 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 bet for Abbott Rourke is Abbott beats him by between eight and ten. Just barely squeak, just barely bar squeaks around the double digits. Just squeaks <clears throat> it out, just because as much as everybody hates O'Rourke, Abbott is kind of meh. meh. <laughs> He's a solid meh. Like, the best thing that can be said about him is that he takes DeSantis' ideas and runs with them sometimes. Yes. Like. He's probably going to do it more so now if DeSantis keeps squeaking up. Oh, it's dropped a little bit. It's at 8, 16 points lead. Who has? Uh, DeSantis. Oh, Wayne? sorry. No, that's that's the Senate. Yeah, as you say, governor. you're in the wrong thing. Switch to he's, governor. 
He's bumped up. He's, he's almost 20%. He's, uh, he's, he's almost 20 points now. He's just a few decimal points away. <laughs> he's around 20%. 59.3 to 39.9. Go on, take the money and run. They haven't called Michigan yet either. It's only 17% in, but Witchmer is only uh, five points ahead there. Oh, Witchmer needs to go away. Needs to go fast. Michigan, Michigan needs to fix that. There is, there is no reason, none whatsoever, none, to keep that in there. None at all. Well, I mean, most of their uh, house ones are are leaning red right now. Right. The that only is, one that's been called is... That is a very red map. Holy crap. <laughs> the house? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very, that, very red. That is a red map. Jeez. It's just from what's already been called, the Democrats have already lost two seats. And they're not even halfway across the country yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you see uh, uh and this this is the hardest thing about elections for me is because it doesn't matter which side I go to, which which one I look at, all of them show different numbers and all of them like withhold information to try to make it look like somebody else is win like who they want to win is winning. Right. Until the last minute. Right. Without until, fail. Until they can't hold it back anymore. It is frustrating. You know, it's just annoying. So annoying. Anyway. Good enough. Good enough. Did you see uh, Kamala Harris was out uh, campaigning and Maryland, I think. Oh, you mentioned something about that earlier. Yeah. So, so either, <clears throat> either they were thinking something bad was about to happen there <clears throat> and she really wanted to help. I'm pretty or, sure they sent her there because they figured that was the safest place where she wouldn't actually hurt. <laughs> eh, you can't screw this one up you, enough. You can't <laughs> screw this one up enough for us to... Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah here, there you go. <laughs> Make sure you take your little brother with you. <laughs> Essentially. Stop, don't come back. <laughs> yes, don't come back. <laughs> Stop. Don't come back. <laughs> Punctuation is important there. And same with Joe Biden. They sent him to uh, somewhere in New York to campaign. You are officially handicapped. <laughs> say we're trying to get the the young population to come out and vote nothing screams young population like a geriatric geriatric (laughs) that's lost his mind here go to this university to get the young black people out to vote Yes, yes, send the, send yes. the geriatric that said, if you don't vote if for you me, don't you're not black. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. <laughs> That'll get the young black people out. That's, that's the <laughs> ticket. That'll get them every time. How did we lose? 
60% of the time, it works every time. It's got, it's got bits of real racism in it, so you know it's real. <laughs> so you know it's good. Goodness. Sex Klansman. It's made with real white hood. <laughs> oh, I left it in the... So where does it... <laughs> Oh, that's so messed up. <laughs> that's wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully this turns into the uh, reddest of reds. That is the hope. Because, uh, oh no, we'll find out sometime Wednesday or possibly Thursday. By, by the time this episode is. Up on the podcast, so things Wednesday night, Thursday, you'll probably know. <laughs> you might know, <laughs> and you can listen to this section. Of course, if it takes that long, you probably won't be sure that it's real. And there's that, because <clears throat> I know I won't be. Pennsylvania says ninety nine percent reporting, and <laughs> and Oz is up by ten by twenty thousand votes. Yeah, yeah, we're still counting. Are you? Because <clears throat> if you count the votes enough, eventually you have enough votes. Apparently. Apparently. That's it. That's all I got. Wait, you said Oz is up? No, I, I was just... Oh. Theoretical future. Yes. Hypothetical. Right right hypothetical future. He's trailing by five and a half. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised to see him lose Part, so part of me, I, I would simply because so, I mean, here, here's why I, say I know that. ten year olds that are more articulate than Fetterman is. Here's why I say that. Part of me, if I was living in Pennsylvania, part of me would not want to vote for Oz, simply because he's Oz. Simply because he's Oz. I mean, and I can't really argue with you there. Well, so you're going to vote for Fetterman? No, I'm not going to vote for Fetterman because I don't want a vegetable to represent me. But I also don't want a rhino to represent me. You don't know that about Oz. No, I don't. But he's never given me any reason at all to think that he's conservative until he ran his campaign ad where he's awkwardly shooting a shotgun. Yes, and <laughs> even then, I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure. But what I think this could be, should be, is a message to establishment GOP and Donald Trump who pushed for Oz to be the nominee over, uh, I believe it was a lady running against him that actually had some awesome conservative values. Um, but it should be a message to them of, okay, yeah, this guy lost to a vegetable. Don't push this type of candidate again. Really, though? <laughs> That's... That's why I wouldn't be surprised if Pennsylvania... Stop it. Get some help. Goes to Fetterman. <laughs> I mean, between the two, I'd still rather have Oz because he can put together a coherent sentence. He could actually think his way through a vote instead of just doing what he's told. Yeah, he could. He has For the, the potential. Most part, yeah. He has the potential. The potential is there, yes. Um, and that's nothing against Fetterman, like... It, as far as his handicap goes, like 
you know, strokes, shit like that, it sucks. But that, that, that doesn't, that doesn't give you a free pass to just win because you're handicapped. Right. Like, if anything, I'm surprised he has that many votes simply because I didn't think anyone would be stupid enough to want, want that representing them. Right. But every time I think, no, there isn't somebody idiotic enough to do this, the world goes <laughs> and makes- generates a better idiot. <laughs> do you want to live in idiocracy? Because this is how... This is how you live in idiocracy. You live in idiocracy. Anyway. It's yeah. neither here nor there. It yeah. surprises me that he's that far ahead right now when he's been pushing for them to count all the ballots with bad dates. And it almost seemed to me like he was desperate and worrying that he was going to lose. Yeah. Grasping at straws, if you will. Ah. <sighs> Still no results from Utah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, the polls just closed. Yes, but I should just get results. <laughs> are we? Are we going to wait now? Or are we? Are we going to call it for now? Mike Lee wins. Calling it. Okay. Oh, you meant the episode. I meant you the, meant episode. the podcast. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, I think is I, it time to wrap up. Now? I think it's time to wrap this up. This might be up. the shortest episode we've ever made. No, it is not. <clears throat> Are you sure? Yep. What's the shortest episode we've ever made? Half hour. Missed it by that much. Missed it by fifty percent. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Not counting the little intro thing that we did. The little intro thing. Yeah, the little uh, the the advertisement thing. Yeah, not counting the ad thing. Is there's a there's a half hour episode floating around there somewhere. We made one that short. Yeah, I think it was a Christmas one or something. Oh, that would explain it. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, um, you know, like, subscribe, follow on the Spotify's, share the Twitters. You can you can catch us on the tweet side now. <laughs> Tweet side. <laughs> I'm making that a shirt. It's gonna be a little catch you on the tweet side. Little bluebird says, "Catch me on the tweet side." <laughs> with an angry apple underneath, with a little bird poop on it. <laughs> <laughs> Angrily uh, looking up at it. <laughs> you actually were telling the truth. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. <gasps> Bye. Never had a chair try to rape me like that before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need an armrest enema. <laughs> Don't think anyone needs an armrest enema. It's <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to pull out of context things from the middle of the episode, not from...
this part. <laughs> Why not? Either way. <laughs> Either way. Out of context. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> the biggest problem with everything that was just said was the mention, mention of pulling out. Some, something like that. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, there goes the Dakotas. Shocker there. Did they both just... Uh, both went red, yep. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's that's kind of pretty. It's kind of pretty. I got a pretty mouth. Anyway. Wait. <laughs> <coughs> well, I think, uh, I, th- I think we're ready. Uh, are we ready? I think so. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. I guess I should hit the button and get started then. Push the button. Are these in order? They are in order. Well, they were in order until you moved them out of order. All right, here we go. <laughs>